This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So one of the things that we follow a lot on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey bitches. Is Britney Spears and her conservatorship. But she's yeah. not really the only one, the only celebrity with a conservatorship, right, Bradley? No, and in fact, we haven't talked about this story yet. I don't know why, because we used to be all up in Team Amanda Bynes. So Amanda Bynes, I won't, you know, back up too far other than to say Amanda Bynes is also in a conservatorship because of, well, this period of her life that we were all witness to that involved kind of a a mental health crisis, right, among other things. We can talk more about that in a moment, but... The story today that I wanted, the reason I wanted to talk about Amanda Bynes finally is that you may have seen headlines about her being in a relationship and in fact, um, getting engaged uh, to this fiance who, by the way, is named Paul Michael. And I never trust people with two uh, whose last name is a first name. Mm -hmm. My first name is a last name. It's a joke. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So (laughs) she's engaged to this guy named Paul Michael. And apparently people are like, oh, is this a good time to be engaged, Amanda Barnes? And they like just met like the other day. Yeah, they've known each other for about five minutes. Um, We can talk more about that, too. Now, I will say they've been dating for a few months. They met in AA. That's not the worst place you could meet a person, Mm -hmm. although more on that in a bit. so that's where we find ourselves. They're engaged, right? But Amanda Bynes is in a conservatorship, right? Well, what right. is what's a conservatorship mean as at least it relates to Amanda Bynes, in this case, Colleen, from a just Just summary. a rudimentary yeah. standpoint. Her parents are in charge of, uh, I think specifically for her, it's her mom, um, is in charge of her finances and then making some larger decisions about her life. Yeah. I mean, her mom basically holds the keys to her ability to do pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what have we learned now about this engagement? So because her mom holds those keys, her mom wants no part of this uh, engagement. And so the story today is that essentially her mom is going to stand in the way of her getting married. Now, it's interesting because Amanda's mom is the conservator, meaning the person who's in charge of what Amanda can and can't do. Well, one of the things she can and can't do is get married without the conservator's consent. And sources are talking to TMZ, which is interesting because TMZ, I feel like, has had a connection to this story from way back when Amanda was having her, like, crisis. Whatever we want to call that part of her life, let's just call it a period of crisis. At the time, we didn't know what was going on. 
It was crazy. Right. Um, and crazy making for a lot of people because you just didn't know what was going, what was real, what was going on. But TMZ has kind of been, had their, I don't know if her mom is talking to TMZ, but sources are saying to TMZ anyway that the family feels like this guy is not in her best interest and neither is getting married in the first place. So a wedding ain't happening. Now, you know what's interesting about this is we just read a blind item about this this week at some point, I think. Um, and one of the people I trust when it comes to Amanda Bynes is and and news about Amanda Bynes is NT lawyer who writes our blind items. Yeah, he used to be friends with her. Yeah, he's done, you know, some podcasts about kind of having a closer relationship with her as like a friendship. More than an acquaintance, but not quite like inner circle. So he seemed to have some interesting insights uh, about her. And he said the very same thing, that her parents, the conservatorship will not allow her to marry this man. So um, so we know that that's the case. Here we have Amanda Bynes. She's in this conservatorship. The conservatorship can say, no, you can't get married. She's talking about it on social media. She is, you know, like engaged to the love of my life. You know, she's being herself. Um, she's doing her thing. The problem is the um, conservatorship is getting in, uh, in the way of that. Now, so you have that story. And that made me think about, of course, the other conservatorship that we pay attention to. Mm-hmm. A much bigger story because it's a much bigger deal. Mm-hmm. And that's the conservatorship that Britney Spears is currently under. So whenever I see these stories about the conservatorship doing things, I think about Britney. And I will tell you, I read this article in Business Insider um, that kind of like fleshes out as a reminder for some of us and just as a you know good summary for those who maybe don't know the story that well about Britney's conservatorship and what that actually means. So, again, it's like a bunch of legal documents. I think sometimes people, though, believe that a conservatorship or maybe they're just not paying close enough attention that like, oh, a conservatorship just provides like financial stewardship for somebody who can't you know, make those complicated financial decisions. That can partly be true, but Mm -hmm. a conservatorship can also control like the goings on in the day to day of an individual's life. Yeah. Like whether or not you can go to Starbucks and get yourself a coffee. And in fact, Britney's conservatorship by all accounts does that. So I'm reading this story about her 12 year conservatorship controlling Britney's controlling her $59 million fortune. Oh my gosh. Just sit for a second with that. Right. And also that her dad gets paid a salary, like $120,000 a year for this conservatorship. Um, and you you can talk about whether it's justified. Here, at the end of the day, I just walked away from both of these stories about Britney Spears' conservatorship and Amanda Bynes' conservatorship and thought to myself, self, or asked myself the question, self, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking you, mm-hmm. is it a good idea for somebody else to have that level of control over a human being who by all accounts can function in the world. By that I mean dress themselves, feed themselves, use the restroom on their own, go to school, in some cases do a grueling job. Is a conservatorship really the best solution for a human being who... you? I'm telling you the answer mm-hmm. because I want to then tell you why I think that's a horrible idea, but I'm just going to ask the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't. I mean, I think that the, I see why I see with the best intentions, 
why this is put in place to maintain the safety of a person. Yeah. Right. However, I think at the point where like a Britney Spears or Amanda Bynes is able to work, continue to work to bring money in for the family and the conservatorship to manage at that point, I think they're capable of making some decisions like who they date, whether they want to take that to the next step. If somebody's still holding the purse strings, so they're not going to just write a gigantic check to somebody who's trying to maybe manipulate them or something like that. Like in any relationship, you got to give them the opportunity yeah. to make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's exactly what I think. And here's <clears throat> here's how I was thinking about this. And again, we're talking about Amanda Bynes' conservatorship and Britney Spears. And I think, I don't know for sure, but it seems like Amanda Bynes' conservatorship is sort of just like a a, a, a mini version of the Britney one because there's not a $59 million, um, you know, largesse attached. Yeah. Um, but to add to the things that you said, I would say if a person is capable of going to work, going to school, that shows a level of competence and a level of and and people out there are going to like argue the science or the medic, uh, you know, the the they're going to say like, well, you know, but she could at any moment she could have one of her mental health crises. That's true. Or she could abuse drugs. Right. Or she could make a bad financial decision. All of those things are things that people do every single day of the year without their parents as adults, I'm saying, by the way, not children or teenagers. I'm talking about people who have shown the ability to be an adult um, and physically, emotionally and psychologically are adults. Being an adult means that you are responsible for what you have. Now, if you want to take someone's finances away because you think I here's the here's the analogy like you have a family member who's an active drug addict. Mm -hmm. You want to prevent that person from harming themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are some ways you can Mm -hmm. right, financially, legally, Mm -hmm. and maybe a conservatorship even can be a part of that. But at the end of the day, um, Ultimately, it's up to that person, right, to like make decisions for themselves. And there might be temporary moments where you can try to head off something, but you're never going to be able to totally control someone. Right. And these two conservatorships truly are like not just I'm concerned about my cousin Rick who can't stop doing meth. Because, you know, and, and you want him to survive like that is different than hi, you control $59 million and you're able to go out and work for that $59 million and employ staff for that $59 million. And I don't want you to spend your money on XYZ or do this in your life or go to this place because I want to control. I want to make sure that $59 million is secure. My point is the money seems to be more important than the human's themselves Mm -hmm. and their agency. I mean, the thing that is so interesting to me about, and I see this specifically with Britney Spears more than Amanda Bynes, because Amanda Bynes is no longer working in the same way that she was when she made her fortune. Um, She's gone to school. She's done a fashion uh, degree. Um, She's using, she's using, she's making money in that way, Yeah, but she's not still like Britney Spears 
who now is taking a break from it, but was doing a multi-million dollar residency in Las Vegas night after night after night after night and still raking in for her brand while she was working. Yeah. Tons of money. So with that's the thing that I always zero in. I, I almost give like more leeway on the Amanda Bynes thing because there isn't that image that her family is still working her so yes. that they can control yeah. that money. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm with you on the fact that it seems like the money is the priority and not the person's well-being. And absolutely. I go back to Amanda Bynes only to say, at some point, she's going to be able to make bad decisions. Right. And so if she wants to marry a guy, you not keep you keeping her from marrying a guy. What what is that actually achieving? Like, that's just like the personal thing I would say to the parents. Now, I'm sure they have a reason. They would tell me why and their parents and they love their child and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like adults gonna adult whether you want them to or not, even if it's bad and you can be there to help them. But I don't know that controlling every aspect of their life is ultimately a good thing. And to me, it seems like it's probably a lot more about the money than it is about the person's well-being, because if it was just about Britney Spears well-being, as a parent, I'm going to play yeah. parent uh, on TV right now. And by that, I mean the radio. I would say you're never going to be in front of a camera ever again, because mm-hmm. I don't think that's probably healthy for you. And if at some point you want to return and do that, well, we're going to make sure that we get you everything you need before you get to that place. Because, you know, like, why isn't that the solution right. versus we're going to put you back to work, be in this right. multi-million dollar machine. machine. I mean, it doesn't seem to be, her well-being doesn't seem to be of concern when it when it comes to performing two shows a night and rehearsals around the clock. And clearly that didn't work because look where we yeah, are. exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. Happy Friday. Yes. Um, I don't know if you were wondering about this, but I have the information to give to you. Oh, perfect. I don't know what it is, but I can't wait. John Oates says he has slept with thousands (gasps) of women. This is exciting to me. Thousands of women. Why is that exciting to you? <laughs> because Hall and Oates. I mean, you want to know that they're getting their freak on. Yeah, they definitely were. He they said, do? I'm sure it was thousands. I've lost track. He is 71 years old. And he said, if you didn't live through the 70s and 80s, if you weren't a rock star during that time, there's no way you can comprehend what it was like. There were no cell phones and people taking pictures of everything. you. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy. And with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did there was no social media? It was much more innocent. He said, "I used to meet girls in various towns and sort of have a relationship. I might see them, and then see them six months later." He said he never had a drug problem. Um, he says coke was ubiquitous. Daryl Hall and I never had our issues with it because we never did it. I tried it back in the studio fifty four days, and it made me feel so uncomfortable that I couldn't do it. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, and isn't that a blessing when you think about it? It is. I would just like to pay very close attention though to the language he used, but because he said we never did it, and then he talked about when he did how it. we did it. <laughs> so he just means he didn't do it more than once. He like tried it, yeah, and then he didn't really do it. Um, but, but I just said, want the world to know you can't undo it once you're doing it. That's true. He did say both Daryl and I knew that we were going to be musicians for the rest of our lives. And the only way for us to be musicians for the rest of our lives was to keep our bleep together. Um, they did suffer with issues with money mismanagement. At one point, um, John Oates says that he had homes in New York, Connecticut and Aspen. He had an airplane. He had a garage full of vintage cars, but he had no cash. He had no money. Wow. Um, he said, it's so embarrassing bizarre. me to realize that I should have been more aware and knowledgeable of what was going on, but I was swept up in being a pop star. It was too easy to party to play my music. And then he sold everything, but kept his condo in Aspen. He moved to start fresh. He remarried, had a son and said that that financial hardship really helped him because he was able to move forward and just be so much more responsible going forward. Mm. Well, nice little interesting? life lesson there. It is, but it also explains why they're still touring. For sure. They play Madison Square Garden on February 28th. Which is awesome. And then they, um, earlier this month, dropped the first vinyl release of their 2004 album, Our Kind of Soul. So I just thought that was kind of interesting little headlines that for you today. That is interesting. Thank you. You are very welcome. Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr., who are just a darling couple. They have a no-phone rule at the dinner table. They oh, say it's about making sure that eye contact that is made. House. Do you guys not have that bradley you and jamie no oh i'm surprised by that i am too you know and i i get I to be like kind it. of i'm like a little bit of a nagging wife because my husband will pick up his phone but then sometimes he'll go i'm just looking this up and so I'm like, he's Look not it up playing later. candy crush oh sorry <laughs> oh is that a personal wow, thing was... sorry to say that out loud it came out of your mouth <laughs> he's not playing candy crush um they say that they try to stay in the moment and that that's their big rule I'm a believer in the no phone rule at the dinner table. So we, um, we, I have in the past been known to lock them up in a lockbox. We have really? a lockbox that has a sign on it that says "Tech Timeout." Oh, yeah, and like I will lock stuff up. Who's the worst offender to. in your house? You want to out somebody? Mm, your husband, exactly. Yeah, my husband. Yeah, didn't even have to think. About I know it. he's the worst, and I. It's yeah. Husband, mm-hmm. yeah. man. He also has like every notification <clears throat> is set on his phone. So like every email that comes through. Oh, every... he needs to change that. That was I... the most liberating thing I did when I took he, off he, the notification. He doesn't, he does not feel like he feels efficient because of that. I find it to be very irritating. Have... I don't even have the numbers, like the little number one, Mm-mm. two or 20, um, you know, that will pop up showing you how many emails you have because I found myself looking at my phone and then and then just being obsessed with, I had to keep that that number gone. Oh, do I don't, your that's not a significant problem. Significant others have 
more than one phone. Yeah, Jay has two phones. Yes. My husband and luckily does not. when you have two phones, it's like, oh, no, I need this phone because right. this is my work phone. <laughs> right. No, the, my oh. problem is all it's all on one phone, and yeah. it is also his work phone. Yeah. So I can't tell if he's texting his boys or if he's, like, actually doing work. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a lot to handle. Boy, I really feel good after we got that all out yeah, there on the radio. we could have done a whole segment. You got to let that out. We should do a, like, Phone vent about your partner segment. Yeah. Oh, trust us. We would have so much material. We do that they pop basically up before every show. Yeah, and then they wouldn't be able to say anything about us because we do everything perfect. Yeah, so it would be so hard. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you for understanding your, reality. And if they have a problem with it, I'll say, get your own show. Okay. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are looking at a $7 million Malibu mansion once owned by David Charvet. So they are uh, looking at this spot. It was, it's large and in charge. It's called <laughs> Petra Manor. And it comes with a pool, a tennis court, a dance studio, eight bedrooms and six bathrooms. It is beautiful. Oh, I've been looking really at it. Awesome. It goes for like 11000 a night on Verbo. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. You want to pool some money, guys? Nope. That's with about lot. with about three hundred friends, you can do yeah. so many other cooler places to stay. Right for really for reasonable. It is beautiful of that price. Yeah, you can. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kourtney Kardashian went out uh, to celebrate Paris Hilton's thirty ninth birthday, along with Heidi Klum and Chris Brown. It's kind of interesting because you'll know that Kim and Paris have a friendship that dates back to childhood. Paris um, hired Kim to be her stylist and her like assistant. Back in the day. You know, and she's actually the reason why Kim, we even know of Kim Kardashian. It's now. totally true. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And then they had a bit of a falling out. But now that Paris is approaching 40, things are looking good. They're, they've buried the hatchet. Buried the hatchet. Thanks, Elizabeth guys. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Hey, what's going on? Who's on the phone? Well, we are going to try to see if we can get Tori on the line. And what is Tori playing for? Tori's playing for a big fat pair of these. Tickets to go see the photograph during his run of engagement at participating AMC theaters. All right. Now, I doubt she is, but let's try anyway. Tori, are you there? You're not. Okay, so. Hold the phone. I will be playing on Tori's behalf. All right. Uh, and uh, I think I know how the game goes. So I'm going to ask you the questions. 30 seconds. The timer will begin okay. after I ask the first question. Here we go. <clears throat> the letters R, S, T, L, and E are featured on what game show? Wheel of Fortune. George and Amal Clooney having a state on what Italian lake? Lake Como. Kyle Richards is an aunt of which celebrities? Paris Hilton and Nikki Hilton. Bono. Bono is the singer you for... You too. Hugh Jackman played which superhero in X-Men? Wolverine. Whoa! Oh, that's a five! Yes! Beow, 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 beow. Congratulations to Tori and to myself. Uh, Tori, I'm, dun, dun, dun. it just is exciting. It's it's. Have you ever Go ahead. played? Congratulate yourself. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna congratulate myself. But Bradley, have you ever gotten to do it? 
the, I, the 30 second pop I culture probably show? i don't know someday we should well let's hope our phones are working yeah. next week but you, if they're not you never know we should have you play it because it it's nerve-wracking it when you liberating? don't know what's coming no it's just nerve-wracking when you don't know what's coming at you you know what i'm saying yeah uh, but now that we've completed the mission of answering those five pop culture questions which by the way we do that every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show so if you didn't have an opportunity to play this week you can try any old day next every week every day uh, because we do it at every every day at the exact same time at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show and then when we finish that up, we like to move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has painstakingly selected for us in a segment entitled Blinded by the Item. And it goes a little something like this. Blinded by the item. Hot celebrity gossip I love it. In the form of blind items. All right, here is your first mystery. It only took a couple of weeks for the mainstream media to catch up to what I told you. That would be anti-lawyer. This former AA minus list troubled actress isn't going to be allowed to get married. So all of this talk is just talk. So that's Amanda Bynes. Yes. Yes. So... Now that everyone is talking about it, Amanda Bynes is not going to be allowed to get mm-hmm. married. This is just talk. Interesting. See, I, he, yeah. Well, and we know that according to TMZ, it is all just talk. So, you know what makes me nervous about, well, I don't know. I don't want to say, I just, it, this, it reminds me of the, the, whenever Amanda Bynes is using social media to make, big announcements yeah it reminds me of that crisis time for her yeah and it just makes well, me her, nervous for yeah her. her on social media period is just like maybe a an awkward thing right because we were all a part of that experience and so you hesitate to sort of take anything that comes out on social media with amanda Bynes to the bank because of what we've already lived through yeah yeah i yeah i i'm sad for her Let's move on to a salacious celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve this, Colleen and Bradley. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who sometimes directs, hooked up with the former actress turned escort about 18 months ago. Okay. The actress turned escort is that Lindsay Lohan? A former, wait, what? tell me what the other. Permanent A-list, mostly movie actor. Who sometimes directs. Bradley Cooper? That'd be awesome. Oh, he's not permanent A-list. Uh, so that means he's older? Mm, not really. Oh. Oh, James Leo? Franco? Sorry. No. Big name. Brad Pitt? No. Okay, you're saying no like we should know, so give us a hint. Uh, This person is out and about doing press for an upcoming movie right now. Tom Hanks? Ew. You just pulled that out of your no. Easter. Now, I'm I'm surprised that this person is considered permanent A-list, but I suppose they are. They've been around the block a time or two. Been around the world and I, I can't find uh, so. This person has won several Oscars. They've been in the industry for several decades. Several Oscars? Yes. Not for acting. 
What? And it's a male? Yeah. Is this so obvious? Kind of. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I feel like I just I gave you everything How old? I had. Forties. He's in his forties and he's been around for decades. Yes. So that means he was Kirk in his Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Stop it. You're trash. Kirk Cameron has never won an Oscar. You oh, fool. Yeah, true. That's he true. probably hasn't even won a Cable Ace Award. That's true. Come on. All right, maybe a Razzie. Yeah. All right. This person won an Oscar mm-hmm. with somebody else for a service that was not acting, singing. No. A service. You know, something in an Oscar. I just. We just need to know it's who this Ben is. Affleck. Come oh. on. Come on. Okay. That doesn't surprise oh, yeah. me. All right. So okay. read it. All right. Oh, makes so sense now. Ben Affleck hooked up with Lindsay Lohan about 18 months ago. Mm. Awkward. That's gross. How did that go down? Do you have details? Well, okay. Weird choice of words there. I didn't say how did she okay, go down. Okay. I said how did that go down? I feel like he probably asked her for company and then paid for it because there's another blind item. I also don't know that you always have to pay with Lindsay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying if she can get a brush with somebody big, I just don't know that, you know, they might get a discount. So there's another blind item that it may allude to this. Well, yeah. And I'll paraphrase the blind item. It's that Ben Affleck has been spending tens of thousands of dollars on escorts in the past few months. So this may be a way that Ben Affleck likes to spend his disposable income. That's nasty. All right, let's do another one. Blinded by the item. Everybody has to have a hobby. Here's our next blind item. The senior-themed dating show is all to keep the ratings up on the dancing show. Apparently, no one who watches the dancing show knows who any of the one-season wonder contestants are, which makes them less likely to watch the dancing show. So tell me the names of the shows. What Do you is... mean Bachelor? And, and Dancing, Dancing with, with the, the stars. stars. I mean, that's the only dancing show. So what? What? Okay, read yeah. the thing so, with the thing. There's a new senior-themed dating oh, show. Oh, that's right. From the producers of The Bachelor. This show is being created only to keep the ratings up on Dancing with the Stars. Because apparently no one who watches Dancing with the Stars knows who any of the Bachelor Bachelorette contestants. Oh, they God. don't know who they so are. So they're like back-end sort of creating an audience. Totally. Or creating a, a a show to feed an audience. Interesting. Oh, that is yeah. tricky. Those tricky, tricky well, it's executives. Also, who's watching Old People Bachelor? I, I, I honestly am probably more likely to watch that one than I am the one that... Like, here's Beverly and Charles. I do just want to... They went to Long John Silver's last night. Donna mm-hmm. Valentine is extremely put out with us right now. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I just looked down at my watch and she had sent four texts about the Ben Affleck one that we oh, couldn't get. Sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna. Feel free to play the game. Next time, call. We can't put you I mean, on the luck. air, but good whatever. Luck to you. That's not <laughs> happening. Uh, all right. Oh, can we just do one quickie? Is it quick? I don't have any more. Oh, 
Okay, forget it. Bye. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about the thing that people are talking about, which is Steven Spielberg's daughter <sighs> and the profession that Awkward. she's choosing to tiptoe into and his reaction to that profession. Stay tuned. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, we've got to talk about the thing that everybody's been talking about. And it has to do with Steven Spielberg's daughter and the profession she is choosing to embark upon. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. What do you got? Okay, so we need to talk about Michaela Spielberg, the daughter of Steven Spielberg. And his wife, Kate Capshaw. That's his wife, right? I think so, yeah, right? right? Anyway, um, that's their daughter. She's 23 years old. And I saw this story sort of out of the corner of my eyes this week. And I was like, is this real? And I just, there are times when I see stories like this where I'm like, I don't, I can't, I, I'm not, what? So then finally, I was like, I have to get into the place where I can understand what's actually, is this a real story? Because mm-hmm. when you see Steven Spielberg's daughter wants to be a porn star, you're like, okay, what? Honestly, I didn't click either for the exact same reason where I was like, is I'm not clicking on this until I know it's real. So it is real. And she sat down with the sun, which of all things is a tabloid. But in this interview, she says, I'm a sexual creature and talks about uh, being a porn star and an aspiring erotic dancer and says that her dad supports her career. So then I'm like, okay, what's really going on? So then I read the story, and it it actually doesn't sound that odd, although it still sounds really odd. Like, there's something disjointed, and I'm not sure what it is, but basically the story is this. She's 23. She um, wants to, like, make adult videos herself, like, so not with, solo. Yeah, not like with a, anybody else. She, a, that's a boundary of hers. A hand solo experience, <laughs> if you know what I mean. See what you did there. It's Friday. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'll I'll get all the my 12 year old responses out of the uh, out of the way. Um, she wants to do it alone, mm-hmm. so she's not talking about being in like a feature film with like a cast of characters and uh, such things. But then she has this whole conversation in the piece about um, her sexuality and how empowering it is and how she wants to have agency over her body and that she wants to be autonomous and it's nobody else's business what she does. She talks about how her parents are very supportive, um, which I'm like, really, are your parents supportive? Because I like what parent as much as you want your kid to be happy, of course, and not in harm's way. This doesn't mean she's going to. You know, it's not. There's nothing bad about being in this line of work, right? But it's not but, like when somebody comes home and says, "Mom, Dad, I've decided to be a lawyer," or "Mom, Dad, I've decided to go to med school." Yeah. Hi, Mom, Dad. Sit down. I've got something to tell you. I've decided to go to the lucrative career of sex work. It just doesn't have the same, <coughs> like the same. Sorry, that came out of nowhere. Um. So it doesn't have the same kind of it's going to hit you in a different place so to speak yeah i'm not the only 12 year old um the 23 year old said that she is seeking her sex worker license in tennessee which is apparently i didn't know about that i didn't either now i'm educated on that and, and again i'm all here for like people being autonomous with their bodies and making you know like if somebody's gonna make money off of you it being you like i've known more than one person who has maybe done a film such as this and 
they've done it for other people. And then you end up getting paid a lump sum and uh, that person's going to make money off you for years. So I'm all here for people being, you know, in control of their their uh, creative expression, if you will. So I don't have any problem with that. I also actually think she's shedding a light on kind of doing it safely and how regulations around sex work. I mean, I, I there's something good there. Yeah, as well. that sounds good. I don't know yeah. what like the actual sex work license looks like. I in don't Tennessee, either. But, but you know, the fact that there is one is probably a good thing. She said, um, you know, apparently she told her parents. This is just this is the weird part, right? So it says Michaela told the son in an exclusive interview that her parents were not upset when she told them about her new plans on FaceTime this last weekend. And I'm like, this just sounds so sad. Like, there's something just like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm just checking in. By the way, I'm going to do some sex work. Hope you're okay with that. Again, it's just, it's different. It's different. It's all I'm it's saying. It's a different it's avenue. Different. We've never explored. She says, I got really tired as to her reasoning again. And this is... um Michaela Spielberg, I got really tired of not being able to capitalize on my body. And frankly, I got really tired of being told to hate my body. Now, she does go on and talk about how she's dealt with um, some trauma in her life. Mm-hmm. And I think sexual abuse and some maybe a substance abuse as well. So she's she's got some stuff that she's worked through, which is awesome. And it sounds like she's in a really good place about it. I will say at the end of this story, though, it sounds like. Somebody in her family has maybe not been all that supportive um, because she says, quote, I have 50 percent of the people saying, let me see your oh, because she's talking about how her last name is Spielberg. Right. Right. And she's saying that's a blessing and a curse. She goes, I have 50 percent of the people saying, let me see your boobs. And then 50 percent of the people saying, how dare you ruin this last name for us? Hmm. And then she says, my body, my life, my income, my choice. I owe not a single person, my autonomy or virtue just because of a name. So, like, that seems like a very self-empowered thing, right? Like, she's owning her stuff. and But that phrase, like, how dare you ruin this last name for us? I mean, I guess she's talking about, it could be someone in the public saying that. Like, how dare you trot on the Spielberg name? Yeah, but it sounds more like it's probably the call is coming from inside the house. I I feel like somebody, your Aunt Beverly is going to... Beverly Spielberg. She is not amused. She doesn't like it, not at all. Honey, keep your clothes on. I mean, you're this you're a Spielberg. You can do anything you want. Which again, I'm all here for like, you don't know what I need, Beverly. And Beverly's not ruining or ruling my life, but it's just fascinating. It's not every day that an A-list celebrity I kind of feel like somebody's gonna email me and say this story's not real. Well, I that's why I never clicked on it in the first place. But if she's talking about it, it sounds like yeah. this is actually happening. Uh, is there, I, I heard a little birdie told me that there's a blind item that might be related to this. Well, yeah, it seems like Holly, you might have some insight in this regard. Maybe. Let's try it on for size. Okay. Blinded by the the item. Because while really? looking, say anything. we're all 12, <laughs> <laughs> looking for blind items today, I came across this blind item. Now, this could be about... Several people making headlines today. So this isn't confirmed. This is all just speculation. And uh, there are two people that this could be about. But listen to this. Here's a blind item from today. Celebrity gossip mystery. Apparently watching your parents engage in swinging parties and being, quote, mature enough to not have to go to sleep does actually affect you. As this permanent A-list celebrity is discovering about their offspring. Now. 
Who else could this be? Yeah, that's the other fun part. I mean, so, all right. Like, what I hear there is it's possible that Steven Spielberg has had swinging parties that his daughter watched go down. Yeah. Okay. That was not on purpose. Uh, But now I want to, like, actually have a discussion about who else that could be about. Well, there are some stories making headlines in the past couple of days about Presley Gerber... The son of Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber, who sources close to the family say they're making their son seek professional help for who knows what, because the story goes that the family has serious concerns after Presley got the word misunderstood tattooed on his right cheek. Oh, so interesting. Well, that's weird. I'm still over here in the Kayla Spielberg. Yeah, Yeah, I'm feeling like this is ringing most true for, uh. The Spielbergs. Yeah. Fascinating. Can you just read it one more time so we know what we're dealing with? So apparently watching your parents engage in swinging parties and being, quote, mature enough to not have to go to sleep does actually affect you as this permanent A-list celebrity is discovering about their offspring. Mm. I, I don't know. I I don't know why I feel like that makes sense well i mean it certainly seems you know it fits the the narrative that we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes but what i'm saying is like i feel like that uh outfit works for steven spielberg to be a swinger like well actually that there are blind items about him and some like me too stuff if i remember really right and essentially the blind items are like if you actually knew what was going on behind the scenes your conception of the universe would be completely shattered. <sighs> Nothing, Nothing is, is real and, and everyone, everyone smokes. smokes. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some royal news to get through on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.